We're back and there's construction going on outside. No, that's literally my neighbor upstairs vacuuming. Vacuuming? That's how I told you these floors. Is that are, an industrial vacuum? That's no, what I that's mean. Not the guy that's below us that I talked about on the one episode, like I think he could hear every word we say. <laughs> so, fuck you, guy below us. Fuck you, Greg. Bitch. Yeah, Greg. <laughs> I don't Greg, even know if that's his name. You whore. <laughs> God, I hate Greg. I friggin' hate Greg, dude. Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, fuck you, Greg. God, that your neighbor, Greg, who lives right below you, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I hope his name's not Greg now. Oh, you just made that up? Yeah, I don't really know if that's... Oh, it's shit. something like that. Oh, that would have been way funnier if it was. Should we... Do you think this is going to pick... Should we pause and wait until... No, it adds character to the... Episode. Or should I walk upstairs and knock on their... Excuse uh, me. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm, I'm recording my podcast right now. <laughs> If you could wait to vacuum, please. Excuse me. If you could just wait like an hour for me to record my uh, world-renowned podcast called Men With Mics, you should listen to it. Like, subscribe, rate, review. Also, I think like without doing it on purpose, I've realized we we found like the intro, like your intro thing. What is it? We're back? And we're back. Like yeah. every single time we start I've been with, doing that, yeah. I, I like it. It's just natural too. Yeah, it just kind of happened naturally. It was. Damn. I finally discovered who I really am. My yeah. true self. Mm-hmm. What a what a beautiful thing. Um, okay, so Boys are back. back. The boys are back. Boys are back. <laughs> I am I had a rough morning. My tummy hurt. I was on the toilet a lot. I think I'm getting an infection in my eyelid, but nothing can ruin my mood because I am seeing Tyler the Creator. In concert, and I'm gonna do everything I can to kiss him on the lips today. I'm happier just like being around you today, because <laughs> like that energy is coming off of you. Oh yeah, like that. I'm gonna go see my idol yes. in person tonight, uh-huh. which I met. It's definitely not your first time. It's my eighth time, I think. Eighth, yes. So I'm man, going, I'm I don't, going with. Brent. I don't know if it's still worth it. At, at, no, it is because because you know you know why it's just because every time it's like for a new album, so you're always seeing at least like something you haven't seen. And he is big on like the stage designs always crazy. Like on his tour now, part of the stage design is there's like a mechanical boat that he rides through the crowd. I saw the video right. when it, uh, when his microphone broke. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. like that's, you know, it's like every time, at least it's something I haven't seen before for the most part. He's an album every two years. So but I'm very excited. He's and a cool guy. He's the best. He seems it anyway. Weirdo for sure. Yes. But also what makes me feel best about, I'm also wearing the shirt. Call me if you get lost. Um, How, why is that related? Album cover. It's like the oh, uh, al- this album name. Call me if you get lost. It looks like you made that shirt on your own. Don't talk shit. Like it looks like you you took like you did, you right clicked save as on the album <laughs> yeah. cover picture and then you went to custom ink. Yeah. And you put that on it and you were yeah. like, I made my own shirt for the concert tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also wearing his shoes. These are his shoes. He has shoes. Con- he has he has a whole Converse line. Yeah. There, yeah. there is something really nice about being totally all in on someone. 
Oh, it's great, dude. Because it's like I, I'm. It's like sports for me. Like people are obsessed with their sports team. I'm like obsessed with Tyler the Creator. And what's also fucking great, I rub it everyone's face, is that I loved him. I've definitely done this rant before. I loved him since 2011 when people didn't like him that much, and I was weird for liking him. And now it's he's like one of the biggest artists. And it's fucking so satisfying to be like I've been on this train. It's even hop on board. I'm not hating though. Hop on board. So do you have a problem with um some like other Tyler, the creator fans that might've been on board just as long as you, but like they give, they give Tyler, the creator fans a bad name. That's uh, the biggest thing with like fanboying over someone is when you, if there's bad fans in the fan group that then if people find out you're a huge Tyler, the creator, basically I'm trying to associate this. I was like, all right, what do I love more than anything? Probably Barstool. Yeah. But even as much as I yeah, love them. Stoolies are like, these guys suck. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm you, like, if you no. go into the Tyler, the creator Reddit thread, you're like, these guys are so fucking shitty. Yeah. And it's for so many different reasons. Like sometimes it's people who are like obsessed with him, but you can tell they don't know anything. And I want to be like, no, that's not true. His, he actually had a crush on this person and blah, blah, blah. And this album was about this. Shut up. But like, I don't do that. <laughs> and then there are some times where it's like, people are huge hardos. It's like all these new fans, blah, blah, blah. Like, I loved him at this album. It's like, dude, shut up. Nobody is cares. He, is he gay or did he go through a phase? Bye. 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 He's like, likes everything. Yeah. Kind of thing. Kind of deal. My, my this, I don't know if this is appropriate, but <laughs> to, I, I don't know. My friend will it like is. that I'm saying it. I was like, my one, fr- my one friend, the same friend we were talking about <laughs> falling for the sarcastic tweets. Yeah. He gets, well, now the, he knows we talk shit yes, about him. He gets in this classic. Not on the podcast. I'll tell, him, I'll tell him I did that. He has this classic, gets in this classic argument with my other friend that I, I instigated on purpose because it makes me laugh every time where they argue. He says, if you're bi, you're gay. Like they're like, <laughs> like, like once, once I you're, like that argument. <laughs> like, so then my friend's like, no, there's a difference. Like, if you're gay, you just like men. If you're bi, you like, but he's like, no, no, but you like guys, so you're gay. And it's like, they get so mad at each other and argue about it. And it, like, I, I just thinking about it makes me laugh. Right I, now. <laughs> I think it's a square rectangle situation. Yeah. 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 Like, it's, that's, ex- that's exactly what it is. All it's, bi people are gay. Right. But not all gay people are bi. Right, but like, dude, they get. But they can't get to that point. They, get they can't so reach that point mad, in the art. And it's so funny, dude, because my friend gets so riled up about it. Yeah, so that's it's funny that you find that funny because that gives me like anxiety sometimes. <laughs> Why? When I listen to a podcast and people start arguing, or like in person, and like I can see that there is a logical like way to solve the argument, but they can't. But get neither to it? of these two people no, are going to get to that point. <laughs> There is something entertaining about watching it for them, sure. Watching them not be able to figure. And it's so funny because it's like it's like a superpower. It's like I know I can just snap my fingers like Thanos and they'll just start fighting. Like it's the fucking best. Yeah. <laughs> just, you just everything. like say like you'll be like, oh, oh yeah. He like, isn't, isn't he isn't he bi? And then your one friend's like, no, gay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like anything like that. And then they start arguing about it. It's so funny. Um, but yes, he's he's went bi. To another concert this week, too. And you? I went to see Krungbin. Anyone who has no idea who Krungbin is. Krungbin, it's K-H-R-U-A-N-G-B-I-N. It's like Kruangbin is like if you tried to like look at it. I love a good weekday concert. It was nice. Yeah, so I went on a Wednesday to Radio City with our boy Rami. It was awesome. They have two EPs. Thanks for hitting me up, man. Didn't know you were in town. Oh, well, yeah. He only came came (laughs) for the concert and went back. Um, He's from Philly. He, so- 
They have two EPs with Leon Bridges. You know Leon Bridges is? Oh, I love Leon. Yeah, so they have two EPs with Leon Bridges. He wasn't there. One of which, the newest EP, came out very recently. And then the rest of their music, it's like indie, psychedelic rock, kind of. It sounds like it has a lot of... like it, Their music almost has like African and Latin and like different influences. It's really cool. Are they a DJ? No, they're like a, a producer, band, like a psychedelic oh. indie rock band kind I of. I think I would like these people. You would, Dude, you would love them. And they don't have a lot of... Uh, like vocals like they don't have a true true singer so that's why like with the leon bridges eps he's the vocalist but otherwise it's the guitarist the guitar player and the bass guitar player who's a woman they like kind of will do like repeat a line over and over again or like minor lyrics here and there but it's very much just the do music you want to hear a weird meant to be story yes it's a leon bridges so okay when i first met Haley. You blew Leon Bridges. No, Haley like introduced me to Leon Bridges music, right? <laughs> Haley blew Leon Bridges. <laughs> Haley blew Leon Bridges. Yeah. No, no, she didn't. Leon Bridges might be a little gay. Speaking of guys that are bi or that. bi. I, I can see that, yeah. Um, but that's that's the same. That's so I, I was about a month into dating Haley. Okay. And I, I'm riding the subway and she loves Leon Bridges, favorite artist. I see like this. It wasn't an actual advertisement. It was like a thing ripped out of a USA Today newspaper stuck up in the door of the subway or in the subway ad thing, just like shoved in there. Like someone randomly ripped it out of a newspaper and shoved it in there. And it was like free Leon Bridges concert. Ooh, that's sick. And we're like a month into dating. Oh, so you pulled it out. It was like a date thing. Yeah. Oh. And then we went and saw that. And like, I just that's remember sick. like just thinking. You were a hero that day. Like yeah. I'm not uh, like a huge like fate meant to be guy all the time but then shit like that happens and i'm like all right there's some fucking force in this universe that like i got on this subway car where like it's not a real ad it was a ripped out thing from a newspaper that some probably crazy fucking homeless person just shoved in there like what are the chances damn and then got to go see a free Leon Bridges concert. And now you guys are in love. It was at the US Open, uh, Arthur Ashe Stadium. Uh, right by City Field, yeah. It was like the Fan Fest, because US Open was that weekend. So Fan Fest leading up for it was like, come to this free Leon Bridges concert. That's sick. Yeah, he was awesome. Damn. That's when Haley knew. Yeah. You were the one. Mm -hmm. Damn, that's sick. What a beautiful love story. Although every free concert isn't as good as a paid concert. Why? Just the satisfaction of paying for it? I think the sound quality. I think just <laughs> they just well, like Leon Bridget sounded like our one episode from two from a couple of weeks I, ago. I just <laughs> all right. So I don't know if it's this easy, but I noticed this as well at my first ever concert I went to, where like the first the opening act is like one level of volume, then the next act is a little bit louder, and and I can't tell if like it's because the equipment is worse. Or for, the equipment guys are getting warmed up. Or like they're literally just in the back being like, all right, the main people need to be the loudest. So like we're going to set the volume. Like they have a little volume bar and they're like a marker for like, all right, first guy comes on. He's at this volume bar. And then they just keep moving it up. Because like by the time we got to Nickelback, it was fucking screaming loud. That was your first concert? Did we talk about that Yeah, before? definitely. Because yeah. I fucking love Nickelback. I forgot about that. It's so funny. Um yeah, that sounds like commercials. Like with commercials, they intentionally make the volume louder than the show. Which they should not do. If I was an advert, I've said this on the show before, I'm pretty sure. If I was an advertiser, I would not advertise with Hulu 
because of two reasons. One, it's so fucking loud. <laughs> and like, it just makes me hate the company that is advertising. Yeah, there is something to be said where it's like, if you're, if you grab the attention almost too much, it is kind of a negative. So you're like, fuck this, like get out, out of my TV. And yeah. this happens a little bit if you watch regular TV, but the amount that it happens on a streaming service TV like Hulu is so much more extreme. You see the same ad over and yeah, over yeah, and yeah. over, at least with regular TV, They're it's a different mix up. of commercials. But also sometimes you still get the same fewer on every single commercial break. Like you are gonna get that sometimes too. Yeah. But you're right, at least they mix it up a little bit. With the Hulu ones, I'm like, if I yeah. have to hear this ad one more time. <laughs> and it's always just am, like one ad, it's the same one I am one going ad. to put a bullet through my fucking brain. <laughs> I'm gonna Vinny myself, that's what I say. I was like, I. that's what we, that's the term we use around this house. Like I'm gonna, Vinny, I'm gonna Vinny myself if I have to see this commercial. I'm glad I made such a positive impact on this household. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but I'm a good mood Chen's today. Yeah, good you mood are. Chen's. Wait, all right. So the Krungbin concert. So yes. that was Wednesday at Radio City. First, I'll say it was in seats. The whole everyone was seated. Well, all of Radio City is seated. It's oh, like it's like oh, a theater. Oh, got you. I know Radio City. See so, the Rockettes there. Love the Rockettes. Yes, that's classic. Um, I haven't. I've never seen them though. We should go this Christmas. That'd be romantic. It would be. But no, no. We we'll do a little vlog. I, I don't want Haley there. No, no, no offense, Haley. Haley. But just you. <laughs> no, I actually tried to get Haley to go. She didn't want to. Oh, well, you lost your chance. Exactly. I'm taking <laughs> um, Chen's now. Oh. <laughs> um, have okay. you done seated, like seated versus GA? What are your opinions? Or have you not done it before? I've never, yeah, I've never like bought like a, a ticket where you get a seat. So I never did it until as Tyler the Creator got bigger and does bigger venues. Like now he like. He did the Hulu theater at MSG like four years ago. And then two years ago, he did MSG, doing MSG again. See, Those last three I've been doing in, there is a GA option, but I've been doing the seats. I'm not into uh, arena concerts. Yeah, I'm like, so I have to be really love the person. Like if it was someone I was a casual fan of and it was an arena, I would love it because I do prefer smaller venues versus bigger ones. But like Tyler, I love. I'm seeing Snow Allegra soon at Radio City, which is pretty big. I love her. Krungbin in Radio City was good. Like, well, anywhere you're seeing someone in New York City, it's tough to not. Like, there's just only, that's the only option. But I will drive like an hour and a half from here. If I see they have a New York City show, I'll also check to see if they have like one in the Poconos or one. That's like smaller. Well, not even smaller. They're usually just as big. But like, I like the ven the outdoor venues with like the big yes. lawn in yeah. the back. Yeah. And then you buy lawn tickets. Those are the best tickets. Right, like at, at PNC or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Best bang for your buck is a lawn ticket. Yeah, those aren't nice. But I always thought I would not like seated tickets, but they're kind of nice because you kind of have, you're, you end up standing anyway. Like at the Krungman concert, people stood the entire time. Yeah. The entire time. So like it didn't really matter, but it's nice because it makes it more organized. Like where everyone's standing and right. Like there's place. no, I don't have to push anybody. I don't have to make space. That's I don't have to point. be like sweaty. Cause that was always the worst. Like I go to Tyler Crater concerts and I'm getting like bodied by little kids and I'm trying to like fight people and I'm sweating. Me and my friend Danny are trying to get to the front. It's like, these are my seats. I'm happy with where I'm sitting. I got a good view. I'm good. I'm growing up. I'm mature now. Yeah. You know, I don't need to be fighting with the little kids with green hair at the Tyler Crater. Concert. That is the worst part of concerts are people that push their way to the front. So me and my friend, me and my friends ha have got good at that. Like at Tyler Creators festivals, we would get good at, so a lot of times at festivals too, you get stuck in the, uh, like I want to see this person, then this person's playing next at the different stage, but I don't want to be all the way in the back. And there's always like, there's a lot of strategy to it. At least me and my friend would try to. 
we got good at getting close to the front, but we always did it without having to like deck people. You need to, you, you like, you need to space hop your way to the front. Yeah. So you see like a right, tiny little space. It's like a running back. Yeah. You like pop into that space. Yes. You cannot be just pushing. working your way to the front and like having to ask people to move. So me, me and my friend, Dan, we got, who has been to every Tyler Creator concert with me. So I'm saying this is my seventh or eighth. Also I've his. seen every single one with his. Yes. So like we've always done. Has it he seen more than you without you? No, we, I literally don't think that was either about to one break of us. My heart, if you no. said yes, I was about to be like, no. Unless there's, something, unless there's something he hasn't what told me. What are you me. doing? There's something he hasn't told me that would actually like might ruin our friendship <laughs> if I found out he secretly went to see him once without me. I think we'd be in a fight. I tell him not to come. Today. Honestly, worth it. Like worthy, worthy of ruining a friendship. That would be a <laughs> fucked up thing for him to do. I have the tickets in my possession though, so if he does, you should tell me after the show. Um, but so at the Krungbin concert, and it kind of relates to what you were saying about pushing people. This kid, there was one kid who was really close to me at the show who sucked so hard. And it started making me think of like people who really like suck, like the worst people at concerts. So I'll, I'll tell this one kid who kind of relates to one, like the word, one of the worst is always like the really drunk people at the shows, mm-hmm. like just obnoxiously drunk. And they like, like lost their coordination. They're like, can't stand up straight. They're bumping people. So granted we're in the seats standing, but this dude is like, and you know what the problem is? He just looks like he sucks. And you know what else these people, they, there's probably a, the Venn diagram of these people is probably really closely overlapped with, and it's fine, people that are like this, but people that have no idea who the artist is. Yes, that's true. That's It's okay. It's okay if you're there. I have no yeah. problem with it. But like, don't also don't be wasted yes. and just don't come to just have a party because we're here to see this icon on stage right. right now. Also, when I go to shows for people that I really love, like for Tyler tonight, I'm like not really going to drink. Or Never. I like, I like going sober, which like. Well, people, I do drugs. <laughs> you know, like, I crush drugs at concerts. I'll do stuff like that if it's like an EDM or if it's someone I don't care about. But if it's like Tyler, Snow Allegra, like I'm going I want to completely sober. Yes. Like I usually go, I almost make it a point to go completely sober. Like Brent is trying to get us, but who are we getting fucked up beforehand? I was like, Hey buddy, we don't get fucked up before these shows. I'll have one beer. Maybe like that. I'm (laughs) tapping at that because I got to really, I don't, that'd be the worst. If imagine if I got so drunk, I like can't really remember. Oh, I would be the worst. I would, I would, that would be worse than not even seeing him. I'd be so KMS. Yeah. KYS. (laughs) No, it's VMS. Yeah. Vinny yourself. (laughs) Um, So this guy, he just looked like he sucked. He honestly, <laughs> he looked, I love that he looked like he sucked. Well, he looked like, because I know what you mean. I was going to say he looked like he sucked, but he like had some resemblance to you in a way. <laughs> you, you, you fucking piece of shit. He was like you if he didn't have like, because you have a vibe to you. You have like, you have character to you. He was just like a guy who's just a mess. Like he was just like, his hair was a mess. His be- like he had a similar beard to you, but his beard <laughs> was is- a mess. Like he was just this is not mess. getting better. No, he, I'm telling you, <laughs> you have a better vibe to you, but like you and him, you both look like a fucking wreck. <laughs> you don't have your shit together is what I'm saying. Like you don't, you don't have your shit together as like a personality trait. He never shit together because he was just like a loser. I don't that's know how a, to explain it. No, it that's it. Sense. Honestly, <laughs> I'm like still like slightly insulted, but you are right. Me not having my shit together is like, I, I'm proud of that. You're right. Yeah, it's yeah. like, that's like my personality. I'm laid back. I'm chill. He was just like. You know what it is? You're like that, but you're everything's good. Like you're just like life is good. You're like hippie vibes, like that kind of like. I just don't worry about. He's shit. like he's like I don't worry about shit, but his life is crumbling at all. He's moments. like mad scientist. Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like that kind of shit. Yeah, the mad scientist version so, of the hippie. <laughs> so he would be like drunk, dude. He would look at these girls next to him, and he would like it was oh, almost no. like he was having conversations with himself. Like he would go through so many facial expressions, like. 
like at once. Like he, he thought he was talking to them or like what he wanted to say, but like couldn't get anything out because he was so fucked up. Oh, I've seen then, people do that before yeah. too. It's one of the funniest crying. things to like watch them like have a conversation with themselves yeah, like, in their head where they're like, yeah, <laughs> that's what he was doing. I was like, dude, this guy is so fucked up. And then he like kept hitting people. He kept apologizing to people he was hitting, but he kept doing this thing, which is being the drunk guy is a bad thing at a concert. Another bad thing at concerts is being like the obnoxious videotaping every single part of the show guy. So he was doing that because he was so fucked up. He just wasn't getting the, the stage. Like he, he, I showed Rami, we were just crying laughing. He's videotaping like his phone out like this, but it, I could see his screen because he's like one yeah. road ahead of me. And he's just like this, <laughs> he, he gets the crowd, he gets the ceiling, like, and then he's like, wipes his face and he thinks he gets, he gets a stage for like a second and then he just like gets that way like he just <laughs> never was getting the stage and i was like dude that guy is going to look at his phone tomorrow and it's gonna be like what the fuck was i videotaping <laughs> videotaping the, the whole concert like that but the thing is that guy probably wakes up every day and looks at his yeah. phone and is like what, was what I do doing? i do with this thing <laughs> he doesn't even know what to do with his phone at all times i like i was gonna ask what your level of like how often you sprinkle in videoing i was gonna get to that next yes because there is some the worst is when someone videotapes like you look at their instagram story it's concerts it's like no one cares yes go fuck yourself person that shit sucks and i'm very conscious of that but i do want to i think one is okay i think if you put up one story of like one part of the performance i think that's i think that's acceptable at least that's what i think one just more than one's too much so i always stress almost during the show about getting the right moment. So I'm like, this is my one time to put, if I like don't, if I like, so what happens is with the Krungbin show, I posted a part of it. And then later I was like, this would have been so much better to post. Fuck, it was like too late. I couldn't post another one. That's I why missed you my gotta, opportunity. You gotta, I wasn't even so, so much talking about like to post on Instagram. Just videotaping in general. Just to have. Cause like when you're seeing someone that you like that much. I think it's better to be focused on watching it. Yeah, it, it always is. But there's also such an element of like, God, I want to watch this again later because it's so good right now. Yeah, I, it is. But I, I think you should be locked in on like what's happening. Yeah. You should be watching every, your phone. And I could try and act like I'm, I can video it, but still like yeah, you can. it's not the same. Right. You're watching through your phone. That's mm-hmm. not the same at all. Um, so yeah, I, I think if you do one, it's sort of acceptable. Um, I don't know if you have any that comes to mind of like the worst people at a show, but I have a couple more. Um, one of which... How about the, um, how about like the, the, are you a, okay, let me ask this first before I, <laughs> you can insult me. I insulted you already. So are you a singer? Sometimes I am. If I know the words, I'm singing every word to that song, but I could very easily see, see someone sucks. around me being like, God, fuck this guy. Like we get it. You know, every song, like. I'm trying to hear the concert, not you. See, I don't think so because for me, if I'm, well, I think if that bothers you, then you don't really love the artist. Because I think if you love the artist, like if I see Tyler, the creator, and everyone around me is like super excited and singing and hyped up, I feel like they're sharing in their love for him that I have. So it feels like a good environment. But if I like didn't really care and everyone's singing in my ears and I don't really know the words enough to sing along, then it'll bother me. So I think it's just a sign of, you don't really love the artist as much as that person. Yeah. The Mount Joy concert we went to um, was like, 
every person knew every word to every song. It was awesome. Yeah, that's like a good like good vibes. But what what so the one thing about Mount Joy was at a Pier 17. So it was yes, like this yeah. rooftop concert. Right. The venue was cool because it's a rooftop in New York City where you're seeing a concert at. But I think what you sacrifice by being on this rooftop is like it wasn't Sound very quality. loud. Yes, because it's just disper- the sound's definitely just dispersing everywhere. It was yeah. like so quiet. Yeah, I could see that being a thing. Which, I actually don't know if I've been to outside of like festivals. I want to not be able to like hear myself think with uh, yeah. how loud I want it to yeah, be. Yeah, I want the bass like making my heart beat uh, like exactly. an, a, not, an irregular rhythm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I need to feel it in my, my chest. My heart is going at the beat per minute <laughs> yes, of the song. Please. Exactly. <laughs> please. Please <laughs> and thank you. Um, I was so two other things I was thinking people who cut lines, which is like a general thing, but at concerts, like if you're trying to get the merch and people, people who cut adults, wait, people who buy merch, you don't like people buy merch. Well, I've already told you what I do and you hate it. What is it? Even if I love the artist, I'm getting merch off the, uh, the people hawking it, hawking it in the parking lot. I have the total opposite take. I, all right. So when I went to the Krungbin concert, I spent $175 on merch. I bought, bought one shirt. <laughs> I bought two vinyls of theirs, one vinyl of the opener, which was like this jazz, like saxophone player. And then I bought a t-shirt for myself and a t-shirt for Brenna. Okay. So it came up to 175. It's actually a very good price for all those things. Yes. And here's my view of the merch thing is I'm like, I love this artist. I should support that. I should like supporting them finance. Like that's a better way to spend your money on like, cause they make you happy. They bring you a lot of joy. Like, I think that's a good thing. To I do. totally agree. Although like almost every single time I tend to actually like the design that the guy in the parking lot has <laughs> over anything that the merch tent has. I don't know. I usually don't. Cause I, but I agree with you. I should now that I honestly have more money, I will probably start doing yeah, that. Yeah, it's but when I was a budget guy, yeah, I'm gonna get it off the guy in the parking lot. Like part of the Tyler the Creator experience too. I was trying to tell Brent because he's like keeps talking about he wants to get merch. I was like, me and Danny got the merch thing down. There's like a strategy to the merch too, and like when to go and what to get. So me that's and, that's a part me of the and experience. Danny, we got the merch thing figured out. That, that that's part of the experience is getting the merch for Tyler shows as well. Um I also hate, I wrote it down. I hate people. So, all right. So wait, the cutting lines thing. If you're an adult and you cut lines, you're a loser. Yes. That is that is one of the all-time most loser things, in my opinion, ever. Like you're like a five-year-old impatient idiot kid who like the the parent, the teacher has to put them in timeout because you don't play well with the kids. Just get in the fucking line, grow like, oh, it's the worst. Preach king. Because then you put yeah. me in the situation where like, do I have to tell you you're a piece of shit? Like yeah. just fucking grow And up. I'm not gonna because in all actuality, like, I'm going to stand in this line I don't for care. five minutes longer. Right. Whatever. Such a, you're just the pussiest. And the worst thing is how I said that kid looked like he sucked. Like if you're the, if you're the person cutting the line, you look like the person who cut the line. You look like a loser who does that. Like just, ugh, the yeah. worst. I hate that. Did you, did this happen to you at the. Some guy did it and he was just, oh, he was a, like, I was like, this guy then sucks. The best part though is when that happens, looking at the other people around you in line and being like. Shit, yeah, right? like yeah. you just kind of just rally the like, troops. Yeah, this guy fucking sucks. Guy fucking right? sucks. <laughs> you, I guess that's true. You do need people at concerts who suck, so everyone can join in on being like that guy sucks. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it does br- bring up the camaraderie in a way. I guess. Yeah, it's almost like the uh, you only know when you're having a good time if you've uh, re- like if you've had like a bad time. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of the song. You only know you're high when you're feeling low. I don't know. You only miss the sun when it starts to snow. 
Only know you love her when you let her go. And you let it go. We're going to have to cut this part because that was so good. That's going to get DCMA. Gonna pick it up. Yeah. yeah. I'm just be like, this is the exact recording. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is I was going to make that same joke. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> Bro, our brains have been on the same wavelength lately. Um, Any other concert things? Uh, people who crowd surf, I hate. I've, I've, I've never seen that happen in public or oh, like in person at, at a concert people, I've been People at. try to crowd surf at some, more of like, obviously when I was at the shows where it was GA and you're getting bodied by people and shit like that, you're the worst. Like I want to, you know those, like when you have like the angry, like I think it happened at a basketball game recently where some guy punched someone in the stomach in the middle of the game. You just get so angry. You just the give the a little, Syracuse guy. Yeah, I want to like, I want to do that. Just give you like, when you're just going by with my head, I just want mm, just yeah, a kidney shot so, like, as you fucking go by and he doesn't know who it is. Yeah, There's too many people. It couldn't, yeah. the, the most who harmless, is it? yeah. it's not actually going to hurt him, but it'll right. just let him know like, like someone's mad. I just crowd surfed over yes, them. Yes, exactly. Like fuck those people. <laughs> you're just hurting me. Like even if the artist crowd surfs, that would almost annoy me. Yes. Like if Howard the Creator jumped on top of me, I'd be like, oh my God, I touched him. But I'd be like, ow, that hurt my head. Like <laughs> I wouldn't love it that much either. So if you're the yeah. random guy at the show, I definitely don't love it. Or like, I also like get a little anxiety about it. Like I'm like, what if we drop him? No, I want to drop him. I'm like hoping he gets too many little girls underneath him and then they drop him. That's what I pray for every <laughs> yeah. time. Also, but not the girls getting hurt. <laughs> you also got to love like the girls that like will just refuse to participate. And yeah. like the holding of a crowd surf, like they're like, no. Yeah. Like, That's no. what everyone should do. Yeah. I, mean, I that, hope all you guys got him because yeah. I'm out. Because it's also just that guy, that person's an asshole and you're, you're participating in it. Like you should let the guy fall. If someone jumps up on top of everyone, everyone should just move. Let the guy eat shit on the concrete yeah. or whatever the fuck is below. The worst part is that guy will still do it again. Yeah. He doesn't learn. Those that guy guys just don't never learn. stops trying to crowd surf. Right. Okay. My last one. <laughs> this is my, I don't know if this is. Big girls at concerts. Oh, no. Because? We can't go there. I'm going there. Here's why. Not because they're big friends. Because with the pushing stuff. It sucks me have to push people. Girls you can't push. But a lot of times the bigger girls, they- They throw their weight around. They throw, they'll push you and I can't push back. But they can actually body me. So like a little girl, if she pushes me like, I was like, oh, this girl's annoying. But like, I'm fine. But a bigger girl, she'll beat my ass. And I like- can't fight back so yeah. i just have to eat it and get bullied and, by her. and like they will yes and they will they will they know fight. they know they have that advantage and i'm like i'm fucked yeah that happens a lot because they know they have the advantage that a they know that you can't hit them so you won't try and fight them and their entire life if they've been the big girl they probably beat the shit out of any <laughs> girl they get in a fight yeah. with yeah exactly so they're very confident about their right. fighting ability yeah so they're super they're Overconfident, which is dangerous. A woman who's overconfident like that, physically dangerous. Because that means she has a reason to be that confident. Yeah. She could fuck you up. Yeah. So, but you're not even talking about like, you know, like moderately oversized girls here. You're talking no, about like real large big, yes, women. Who like, and it's like, I have no chance. Linebackers. Right. Yeah. From the Penn State football team. Yes. And they know they'll fuck you up. They so, will fuck you up. They will body you. Um, so yeah, those and they're the ones who always have. They have like a string of the hottest girls you've ever seen in your life attached to them at yeah, all that's, times. That, that's what every group of girls should have is a one friend who's they, like she's gonna. Every give group a space. does. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and they're and they're like they're like, where's Sophie? Sophie, lead us through the line. <laughs> so it's like, everyone, get on my shoulders. It's like ten girls on Sophie's shoulders just <laughs> she's barrels like, through the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> fucking just <laughs> smoke stacked <laughs> on top just, of her <laughs> just forearming dudes getting to the front 
Why'd you pick why'd you pick the name Sophie? Is there someone you had in your head? I was gonna say Sarah again, but I use Sarah for the girl name every time I like make a fictional girl. I always use Susie as my fictional girl name. Susie. Susan or Susie. That's my favorite. Some it rolls off the tongue, right? It just sounds good. I like Susie, yeah. Yeah. Susie. But it's like an older lady's name. I know, but it's still funny. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's still, it's still a, funny. It's still a good name. <laughs> um, that's all I have for Conjure. So I'm very excited. I can't wait for tonight. I can't wait to hear how it goes. I promise uh, I might post two Instagram stories of the performance. Do two. I might do two. Just because it's your favorite so artist ever. I love him so much. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry in advance. Actually, you'll be hearing this after it happens. So I'm apologizing in advance, but actually after the fact. Yeah. Um <sighs> should we get into our corners of the internet, because my thing could really loop into a corner of the internet. Did it just hit you that we don't have a question also? Ah, fuck. <laughs> what did we say we were going to do? We were, well, oh, well, we got a voicemail from our favorite. Oh, yes, yes. We just, we're supposed to have a question after that, and we didn't think of can one. You, do you have it pulled up? I have it. Like, it'll just take me a second. I feel like his voicemail... Will inspire it. It'll inspire a question. All right. So we got, oh, this is going to make me have to log in. Oh, no. Yes. We got a voicemail from someone who's quickly becoming one of our favorite monk Mikey's. The legend hailing from Buffalo, New York, Joe Cowie, left us a voicemail. I ne- I just read the transcript. I haven't even listened to it yet. So this is yikes. Awesome. Let's hope he doesn't say anything. I read the transcript. I said, oh, okay. Wait, before you play it. What are you imagining his voice sounds like? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Deep and masculine. I was, I was thinking the same. Imagine if he starts talking. It's like, hey, guys, it's Joe Kelly from <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> I think he has just testosterone oozing out of so all the pores I. in his I body. So. Fuck, why isn't this playing? No, this is ruining my podcast. Play. Hey there, guys. Joe Kelly from, hey. <laughs> right, well, Joe well, Kelly from Buffalo here. Hey, it's a Joe Kelly. <laughs> should I read the transcript in his In, in his the high-pitched Joe Kelly voice? Okay. This is, this is, this is art. What's up, fellas? It's Joe Kelly calling. You know, I had to call in after you're talking about buffalo and chicken wings. Stop. So stop. let me go through a few things with you real quick. Don't call them buffalo wings. <laughs> stop. Can you play it? Let's it's hear him. It won't play? No, it's just floating. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I think I've, I'll take it from here. Okay. But they're just wings. And no one, unless little children, get boneless wings. That's not even an option. What's the next Joe Kelly voice that you can think of? Oh, God. Wait, who are you? It's not even. Oh, yeah. Blue cheese is the preferred sauce, <laughs> but you can get ranch if we request it. <laughs> I don't even know what to do. I don't know any other voices. voices. I'm out of voices. (laughs) Here we go. Your server probably will stare you down. Also, V-Boys, come on out. V-Boys, come on out. This transcription. The transcription is you probably (laughs) fucked. Yeah, it's not right. The Buffalo Man. Wait, I was trying to be nerdy (laughs) at first. The Buffalo Man with mics on wheels make it out here. Mics on? Mics on. I... He's definitely not transcribing it right. Yeah. Uh, let's do this thing. All right. Give me a call back. We'll talk. See you soon. Fuck. God. I need to hear what he sounds like, dude. It's so trash. I can't believe it won't load. I know. Why is Google Voice? Oh, my God. That I'm made crying, for better though. content, though. Yeah, that was fucking good. <laughs> Those are all the options of what it might have sounded like. Oh, that's so funny. Also, every single voice you did sounded like a cowboy in a way. <laughs> you just kept doing like Western just kept voices. kept coming back to cowboy. <laughs> 
you know, that, that, that was my inner uh, what I think Joe Kelly sounds like just coming out of me. Uh, Joe Kelly, we will <laughs> when when we go to Buffalo, you have to be our tour guide. You are our host. Yes, we have to we have to stay at your house. <laughs> We're inviting ourselves over Joe Kelly's house. I want to stay the night at the comic shop. That'd be cool too. Yeah, I almost <laughs> I almost brought them up the other day on a sales call for work because I was talking to a different comic shop who might use our app. And I almost uh, just brought up that comic shop. And then I was like, well, how would I explain that? I know a comic <laughs> shop in Buffalo. Like, I don't want to tell this guy about my podcast. Uh, we love Joe Cali. We love Joe Cali. And we love Pulp 716 Comics <laughs> yes. and Coffee. Yes. It's our favorite comic slash coffee shop. <laughs> in Buffalo. In Buffalo, New York. <laughs> uh, I actually in the world. I don't know another one. So in the world. Um, uh, I love every time we talk about Joe Kelly, we basically make fun of him. So we have to clarify that we love. How him about afterwards. for our, uh, what if for our hot sauce giveaway for this upcoming week, what if you have to, we'll see how many people do it. We'll release the transcript and you have to call in and tell us like, you just need to do the exact Joe Kelly voicemail and how you think Joe Kelly sounds. You think anybody <laughs> will do it? <laughs> Yeah, wait, that'd be so funny. We'll just release a screenshot wait. of the transcript on our story so you know what to say. And then you just have to call in and just and read that transcript. One, one cons- I like this. One, one consistent voice through the whole thing. The The number to call is in the description of the podcast. So you just look at it. It'll be there in the notes. Call that number. You have so to, next week, we're just going to play like four or four five voicemails. Exact same thing. What, what you imagine Joe Callie sounds like. But again, one voice consistent throughout the whole thing. And we'll post a transcript. And we'll finish finish next week. We'll make sure we have them all like loaded so we can actually play them. We'll finish with the real Joe Callie's voice of the real transcript. Yes. All right. I like that. I like that. Damn. That was was good off top. Um, And it it won't be like whoever does it the best. Whoever calls in and gives us one will spin a wheel and your name will be on it and you could win. Good use for the wheel. Yep. Damn. You're... You're on your fucking, fucking game, on it, bro. All right, corner of the internet. You know First, what it is? You know what it is? You're wearing your headband again. Oh, yeah. I meant to bring it up. I figured I'd throw it back to the logo. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, you're wearing the headband again. I think that gives you your powers. Yeah. you don't wear it as often anymore. Never. Yeah, you don't really wear it. No. It's because I was trying to grow my hair back and I was worried too many headbands were affecting growth. That's probably true. Yeah, definitely yeah, it's true. Definitely, definitely true. Yeah. Although barbers deny that. I think that's like, I could see that being a myth. Like they say cracking your knuckles gives you arthritis when they're like, that's not true. I bet it's like this. Like they always say, if you wear hats, it's going to. My barber said it's the other way around. He was like, he's like, you don't wear hats and then lose your hair. He's like, you start losing your hair. So you start wearing hats more often because like you're self-conscious. Right. He's like, so everybody's like, yeah, everyone I know who is balding wears hats all the time. They do that to cover up. Yeah. He's like, yeah, they're wearing a hat because they're balding. Right. They're not balding because they're wearing a hat. Like I've been complaining about my hair loss problem. You've been wearing I, hats I've been wearing way hats more, more often. often. Yes, exactly. If I'm having Although a bad hair, hair day. looks great. Thanks. People who are really balding would be offended by you saying that you have hair. Uh, I'm hiding it well. Yeah? I'm hiding it Are well. you a crown guy? Do you have a gap right here that I'm not seeing? No, I have a cowlick that's bad. So sometimes it looks like it. So I'm thinning a little not too bad. It's just like, it's like the corners here, but it's still weird. It's not like happening in a normal pattern. Like you could see it if I Did you get a haircut a recently? Bit. Semi-recently, like a week or two ago. Looks good. But it's a little shorter than I think I would like. But yeah, it's just like this random patch is not growing back. It's way less being this short. It's way less like douchebaggy. Sometimes you have a little bit of a douchebag haircut. You, you know think? that though. Yeah, like your Guido Italian side. Yeah. I've when, been trying to listen. When that's really like quaffed. Yeah. We have a friend whose name may or may not rhyme with Red Rosello, 
who always Red has that douchebag haircut. I'll be honest. I've been debating the next time I go to getting douchier, to go even shorter on the sides and keeping and it longer on the top. Coffier on the top. Yes, I've been thinking about that, so maybe I shouldn't do that. <laughs> I mean, do what you want to. Live your life. Do what you want, but I'm judging you. Live your life, but people will think you're a douchebag if they see you with that haircut. Fuck. They probably think that anyway. Probably. H- hair or not. So. That's what I think people look at me and they're like, oh, so he thinks not cutting his hair is a personality trait. That's why I, get, I give off that vibe big time. As well as being messy and drunk, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he people was just look at me and they're like, that guy's wasted. <laughs> <laughs> no, people look at you and think you're on like LSD, especially in the South. Pretty much always. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> this girl last night was like, I feel like you're a comedian. And I was like, well, yeah. kind of. I was like, kind of. I was like, I mean, I want to be. I mean, we talked about this before the show on a different story. Uh, you just say, yes, you roll with that. You say, yeah, I am. Like, you just look at my spec. You would say, look at my special on YouTube, and you have a special on YouTube. <laughs> it's a good point. A five-minute special. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if it counts as a special they if don't it's know five that. minutes. People don't, it's the internet. Everything's look at getting my special shorter. on YouTube. Everything's getting shorter. Um, all right. My first thing for Corner of the Internet. Yes. Corner I, of the Internet. I wanted to talk about, did you listen to Mr. Beast on Joe Rogan? Uh, I listened to like an hour of it, maybe. And it was great. I wish I had listened to the whole thing. So you know, I've already talked about it in here, how much I love Mr. Beast. You have, yes. Funny story about that. Because Mr. Beast does cater to a younger audience for sure. Yeah. Like his videos, what he does, he doesn't curse or like make crude jokes. What kind of a pussy doesn't curse? Yeah, exactly. Loser. He curses when he's on podcasts, which makes yeah, me like was, him more. He I'm was always doing like, that. He's like, sorry, mom. Yeah. And he'd be like, sorry, mom. Like I said, yeah. I wasn't going to curse, but like, what the fuck? And I was like, you're the man. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Did you but, see uh, the action? Fuckity fuck fuck. <laughs> fuckity fucking fuck. <laughs> did you see, did you see the, the iCarly thing where she did that? That was like a viral video. No. The other week. Dude, so funny. She was like, she's getting interviewed. With Miranda she, Cosgrove? Yeah, Miranda Cosgrove. Where she's like. They're, they're saying, do you ever cuss? She goes, yeah, I cuss sometimes. She goes, what's your favorite word? Like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and they started laughing. It's, and everyone's making memes out of it. It was so funny. She goes, like, fuck. <laughs> that's, always, that's always one of my favorite parts of like part of my take interviews. Bleep that out. But of interviews on a different podcast that I enjoy where they'll bring on like someone who's usually like a real stiff or like they work for like ESPN or something or Fox. So they can't ever do things like that. And and there'll always be a point where they're like, are we allowed to curse on here? And then big cat and PFT will be like, Oh yeah. Like fuck, 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 shit, fuck. I always find that funny every single time. Um, But anyway, Haley this week at school, one of her kids in like her third grade class had a Mr. B shirt on. And she was like, Oh my gosh, you like Mr. Beast? And like in the middle of saying it was like, my boyfriend likes Mr. Beast. <laughs> like being like, oh, like so my 27-year-old boyfriend and my third grade student both like this the guy. Thing. <laughs> so funny. It's like, fuck. It's like, yeah, that's true. I wouldn't wear his gear, but like I like. But I wouldn't after, wear his merch. <laughs> after listening to this podcast, I literally was looking up jobs and like texting Haley about moving to North Carolina to work for him. To work for him. I literally... I just, he's fucking brilliant. He's just so smart. Also for the background of Casey saying working for him, he's not even just saying that as like a fanboy thing. Part of the Joe Rogan podcast is he was talking about how he has like a huge team of, like that's why you're- And it was cool when I went to go look at his website to see the jobs, one of the job listings was like, you don't know what you want to do for us. Yeah, I I love when companies do that where they're almost like, name a position you'd want to do like there's like a or just a general application sort of things they probably never hire those people but i like they give you that option well it's different for a company but like for like a mr beast thing 
they would probably at least reach out to that person and be like, so what do you do? What do you want to do for us? If you put in like your application somehow, like an idea that piques their interest and it's like, oh, maybe they know how to do that already. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the one thing I did take away from it though, I don't know if you ever get this way or feel this way. Sometimes when I watch these interviews with these people, I get very defeated feeling. Like you'll never be as good as them? Like I, I, yeah. Like, or like I, I shouldn't ever be able to be as good as them because I don't have that passion that they have. Right. That is one of my, I mean, the biggest takeaway from it is that Mr. Beast is a nerd who had been doing YouTube shit since he was 13. And he was like, that's all I did. I had a group of friends. We would wake up and we'd get on calls and talk about brainstorm ideas and talk but that about was even, different but things. That was, like 19, that was yeah. when after, he, I've seen another pod, after he dropped out of college, it, because his videos started getting views a little bit on their own. But that's the key thing. He did this after he got a little bit of traction. He was already getting paid by YouTube by the time he got into this mode of being obsessed with it. No, he was obsessed with it beforehand. He was obsessed, but like not to the level of, basically he told this story of he was like, for three years straight, pretty much, all he did was jump on a Skype with his other friends that were trying to be YouTube creators, jump on a Skype with them in the morning because they all live different areas in the country. And they would just stay on the Skype call for 12 hours, 13, 14 hours all day long, just watching different YouTube videos and analyzing the thumbnail, the title, the everything yeah, about the, the video. It, like what, what videos look, work better. And how many million like views it got. And then like, and he had this really great line that I loved where he was like, if you... He goes, if you do that on your own, he's like, you could, let's say you solve one problem a day. Oh, yes. I, yeah. He's like, by the end of the year, you've solved 365 problems. He goes, let's imagine now you have three other people with you and they're also all solving one problem a and day. And they share it with you. And you, they tell you about, instead of you guys both solving the same problem at different times, now you both know how to solve that problem. He's like, you just learn faster. I thought that was cool. Yes, that was a very interesting point. Um, and he's only 23 years old. He's 23. To be like this smart and have that, I don't know. It's I'm just a, from experience I'm a super of being fan. obsessed and like consistent and working on it forever, even when he said he was getting no traction for years. Um, I thought the craziest thing to me was like sometimes when people are so smart and successful, they think of something so simple that you're just like, why did no one think of this? For me, it was he says, well, like basically a new initiative of his is that he's trans translating and transcribing all the dubbing. videos other language, dubbing it in different languages. <laughs> he basically just says, I just had the realization not everyone speaks English. Like only X million people in the world speak English. Only like 15, whatever number he says, like 15% of the world speaks English. But just think, think about the light bulb that goes off where all, your only thought is not everybody speaks English. So then he just started dubbing all his videos in other languages. He said he's been, they've been paying like famous people like from those countries to do the voiceovers because that gets people more excited. Yeah, the people who voice like Spider-Man in that country or something yeah, it was like, like that. Yeah, like it was a Spanish speaking country. They use the guy who dubs over the Spider-Man movies also in Spanish. So when people are watching Mr. Beast videos in that country, they're like, is this fucking Spider-Man? Right, and he said he was <laughs> trying to hire for Japan. He was trying to hire this Japanese anime voice actor to do the ja- the Japanese ones. I think so they got him, he said. Yeah, like stuff like that. And then he said he's turning that into a whole business now where they're getting other creators to pay for them to dub all of their content in other languages. Like, dude, it's that's just, just like, like the tiniest idea. It's just like, I think, you know, he realized like, 
oh, okay, if you get 10 million, if you get 10 million subscribers on your YouTube channel, you get paid this amount of money from YouTube every month. So he's like, what if I break up my views? Because I imagine, you know, the main channel is going to suffer because of the dub channel, right? Because they're the exact same videos. So all you're doing is you're taking the people that maybe do speak enough English or maybe watch your videos with subtitles on the main channel. You're taking them to this channel instead. But if you have multiple channels with 10 million subscribers. Yeah, you end up with more in the end. And people are such crazy super fans with Mr. Beast that they probably, even though they don't even speak those languages, they probably go subscribe to those channels just because yeah, they want to help too. them. Right. Same thing, the merch conversation. Buying merch of the people you exactly the same yeah. yeah, and that and he would do that in his videos all the time too. Like he'd be like, "We don't have a sponsor for this video, so like if everybody who watches it goes and buys a shirt, like we can make our next video." Yeah, smart shit like that. Like, yeah. Oh man, there was something I wanted to bring up, and now I'm forgetting it. Nah, fuck do, it. Do, Hopefully, it'll do. come back. Yeah, it was good. I, I want. I am. I intend on watching the rest. I just think he's smart. But it also half makes me feel defeated that I'll never be able to do or be that. Or like when I'm like, man, I'll be like, man, like, do you really want to be in comedy? Do you really want to do this? Like, it just makes me rethink because I tell myself I want to. But then do I spend nearly that amount of time? I think I think that's the, the, the thing. It's the good reality check of it's not just going to happen. This guy, he's here, but he was obsessive over it and worked at it like crazy and was like consistently pursuing it even when things weren't going well or just not going bad either, but just like not, nothing was going for him. Just I think in honor of uh, Mr. Beast, he something about like he needs to be in the title of this. He, would, good for he would tell us that we should put him, him in the in title, title of for this. the algorithm. Yeah. Yes. I loved watching him on that other Colin and Samir show i that. haven't watched that but so if you yeah. watch him on there because they are youtube creators and that's the intent of the show is to share like i think he's yeah. much better on that one actually yeah. because he was a little intimidated by rogan yeah I can also sense that. rogan's a fucking weirdo he is he why? has gotten weirder since when i used to listen to him he is just so, he's like getting closer and closer to like alex jones i feel like every day i was gonna say i kind of in agreement with you he, I, he, in the beginning of what I watched, he was trying to get Mr. Beast. He goes, have you seen the woke libs doing? It's like, bro, like that's nothing. Like why? driving me nuts. Just because he, he's on the like, internet. Oh yeah, I don't know anything about that. Yeah, he's like, I don't give and a fuck. Like, move on. He's like, like, yeah, but how about like the, the censorship? Blah, blah. He's like, well, I don't make anything close to the line. So I don't think about, which is like, I'm, I don't know. It's just, he tries so hard to get it back to the same five topics. Like if it's when Joe Rogan, if he's speaking- I'm glad, to, I thought it was just me. Nah, you agree? He, if he's speaking to someone who is very specific, like they're a plant expert or something, he'll stick to the, the topic. But if the person even has a remote connection to the, these like five topics that he loves talking about, he'll just always try to take it back to it. Like it'll be COVID, it'll be fucking, yeah, like the censorship. Like he just picks the same- yeah. The woke libs. Like, I love making those jokes, but I don't need to hear every five fucking seconds. Yeah. That I didn't was... need to hear. I didn't care what Mr. Beast's opinion on is like on censorship and politics. Like, fucking cares. So on the other podcast, because those guys are YouTubers themselves, he basically is like giving them advice. Like a part yeah. of it, he's giving them advice about their channel. And he's like, you guys know this. Like, I've told you, like, he's like, if I see you put out a video and I'm like, 
that video sucks. I pick up the phone and I call you and I'm like, guys, that video sucked. You need to do better. Like, and I'm just like, damn, to be that confident about something, to be like, I, I mean, know he that has I, a track record to prove it. Yeah. I know that I know more about something than anyone. That would be a cool feeling. That would be a cool feeling. Like knowing I'm the, I'm the goat. I'm yeah. the top dog for sure. Um, what do you got from your corner? So I'll do the part of my corner of the internet that relates to one of yours. So we can just basically do both of ours. Is I saw this thing by Naomi Osaka earlier today. And you want to talk about Russell Westbrook. Yes. So we can just do them both both together. I'm sick of everyone being a huge pussy about this shit. So am I. But I actually kind of feel for Westbrook a little bit. Why? He, he's getting the nickname because he sucks. I know he does. But like imagine like now like he is like <laughs> – my kids have to grow up with this name now. Like he's, but he's exaggerating, dude. You think five year olds are in his son's thing, being like West Brick? What? Like they don't fucking do that. He's just like in his own head thinking, what if they start? People are not. Also, someone's calling his son West Brick. Like, yeah, my dad was an NBA MVP. Yeah, my all oh, poor. I'm a loser. Also, like Russ. The one thing you shouldn't do if you don't like a nickname is, is tell everyone that, you don't, like that you don't like that nickname. Dude, it's so dumb. And it's just, he wanted to go to LA. You were in OKC. You were in, where was he? Washington before that? Yep. The year before? Like you're- you Houston. Were, yes. You were in markets where you get less shit. Then you said you wanted to be in one of the biggest sports markets where you're going to be under more of a microscope. That comes with the territory. Athletes avoid, sometimes athletes avoid the big markets because they don't want to deal with like the media scrutiny, the social media scrutiny. You want to go to the Lakers, which has not only is that the big LA market team, that's like the biggest, most popular NBA team in the country. And you want to be like, I don't want to get criticized for not being good. Like, that, that's just, that's the territory, bro. Like, you know that sign. Don't act like surprised you're getting made fun of. Also, it's a good chirp. It's, it's a good chirp. And it's not even that mean. It's not like they're it's calling like, you a curse word or something derogatory. It's just yeah, you it's, brick shots. It's, it, it works with your name. It's, yes. Everything about it is good. Yes. It's like, dude, of all the things like, and, and, and but then they, they start going, well, I'm getting death threats, blah, blah, blah. Death threats are bad, but get, is don't, he? That's what his, that's, uh, Show me. That's what I would. That's what I would say back. I'd be like, "Death threats? Come on! Someone gave you a death threat People, because you suck at basketball." But even even if he is, like, I believe he is. I don't think that's a lie. But what I'm saying is. Like people want to do that because people are just asking. Imagine, imagine the death threats are just from himself. <laughs> like he's like, I've been getting death his, threats. His burner accounts. And it's literally, it's literally just like himself, like writing in his journal, like "Don't kill yourself this week." Like <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you find out he's bipolar because of that. <laughs> exactly. He thinks it's someone else. These people are following me. He's schizophrenic. <laughs> um, he, uh, yeah, it's like you're complaining about like. Like the death threats are bad, but you want to take something that's bad and lump it into something that's not that bad to act like it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Getting called Russell Westbrook, that is not just because you're getting trolled or yelled at or like you don't like it. That's not the same as the people who are threatening your life or your kid's life. That's not the same thing. So how do you feel about, uh, God, I'll have to look it up. But Kevin Durant had a quote when they went back to Philly which I can't even believe Ben traveled with the team, but yeah, good for him for I actually. I respect that. I was going to, yeah, I would do respect that he did that. Um, it would have been funnier if he didn't, but yeah. I, it's a more respectable thing to, that he actually sure. showed up. Yes. Kevin Durant said something like, if you, if you're one of these Philly fans who's booing Ben, 
like you're just a no life, like something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, those people you are losers that? also. Yes, but that's but that's true. The people who do that are losers. But the people who say West Brick aren't, you could see how that's, you're kind of going back against yourself there. No, I think they are. I could, if you want to say they're losers, like if Russell Westbrook was like, those people are losers, that's fine. I wouldn't crit- critique them for that. But don't I, have a pity party for yourself because people call you Westbrook. Just make, make shots. <laughs> like just, the, yeah. The, the, the just conversation goes away if you're just better. Yeah. Like, also, though, people keep saying that he's really not playing any worse than he always has. Like that, like his shooting percentage is actually kind of this, like pretty similar. And I just think it's been his misses have been bad, at least from what I've seen. Yeah. I, yeah. I haven't watched enough to really give a good analysis of it. But so going off that, the Naomi Osaka thing. Yeah. I don't even know what this is at all. I haven't even seen She that. was at some tournament and literally someone yells, Naomi, you suck. And she started crying. Dude. I don't care that she's a woman. I don't don't. That's not a mental health thing. Yeah, that did just make me feel bad, though. Why? I don't know. It's like for some reason, you suck is so much worse than something like Westbrook. Like Westbrook is funny. Naomi, you suck. And then she starts crying. Like I'd be like, I bet you the person that said it also was like, oh, my God, I did not mean like to do that. Yeah, but it's just like. I watched Tim Dillon go on this rant about this on another podcast. Um, I don't know if you know, you know Giannis Papas. Yeah. Him? It was on his podcast. And I agree. And because like Tim Dillon, for those that don't know, he's a comedian. His mother is a schizophrenic that's in a mental institution. So he always goes on these rants about like, I get it and it's good to worry about mental health, but don't try to put like, I have anxiety on the same playing field as like, like, I'll show you real mental health problems. My mother is institutionalized because she thinks people are following her and she's like <laughs> Cleopatra's like descendant. I fucking like, love him. Yeah, he's the best. It's just, but it's just like. Yeah, no, I to- couldn't agree same more. Same thing as like death threats aren't the same as Westbrook. Like getting upset about someone saying you suck when you're an athlete who makes millions of dollars. I'm who, not saying like. Who also very clearly like doesn't suck. Right. I, she does not at all. She's like yeah. the best. <laughs> like, She's come like on. the best. Have a little bit of self-confidence. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I'm not saying that I don't feel bad. Like if you get upset about it, but don't try to make me feel like that's like a mental health thing on the same playing field as like I have bipolar disorder. It's, it's also something, something about tennis makes it worse. Basketball, I feel like is more of a chirping sport. Tennis is kind of like a gentleman's game. Tennis is game. a gentleman's game, I guess. But so apparently she tried to. That's she, like golf is making that transition to be more of yeah. like a chirping fuck around sport and less of a gentleman's game. But I remember there was one tournament where somebody yelled out from the back, not even while he was swinging. It was just while like Justin Thomas was getting ready to like line up his shot. Somebody was like, I hope you miss it. So casual. And he, and he turned out, around yeah. and had him thrown out of the tournament. So that's what I was going to say Naomi Osaka tried to do. Not like kick them out. I, I think they did try to kick the person out. They said if they do it one more time, they kick him out. And the person didn't. But in the middle of the <laughs> oh, match, man. she tried to go to the judge and be like, can I have the mic? Like she wanted to make an announcement of how upset she was that one person one time said, you suck. Okay. And the, and the, and the judge said no. The judge was like, fucking chill out. <laughs> yeah. like, thank, like, thank you. And then she did a post-game interview where she was like tearing up. It's just like, but she cried on the court after in the post match interview. She get I like watched half of it. And she started like tearing. I literally couldn't watch it. I was like grossed out by it. I was gross. I was like, gonna throw up, dude. It's just 
if you're doing like what we're doing, we're not on that scale. And I was even saying when the audio got fucked up and people were chirping me, like for the audio being fucked up, I was like getting upset about it. And I was like, I yeah, do get you it. You cried. I was like, yeah, I was getting like mad upset because I was so angry. I'm like, fucking, I get it. I know it's fucked up. I was getting mad. And then like I made jokes about our TikToks that went viral and people were saying how stupid I was. And I thought that was funny, but like that does come with the territory. Like I can't, you can't be, again, death threats, yes. Like certain things that are like an extreme level, but someone just saying you suck or like West Brick, that that's just the reality of what comes with that territory. That's like saying, I want to be a politician, but I don't want to get criticized. Yeah. Like you're just in a public facing job where that it's just like, if you really, and some people maybe- they But just do read, we both agree that if you are the person that does that, you're a you're fucking a loser. loser. Like I've never gone to it. I've never, yeah, I've never- I like, have. Boost. You have? I never The have. New York Giants last year. I, I went, I actually went to the game to boo. Really? Like my entire reason for attending was to boo. Really? But that's also, I guess, a little more general. It's not one person. Yeah, so it was just like, the organization. Yeah, that's worse. <laughs> that's not as bad as like going after a person like- when I do see the videos, like I saw one of Durant the other day going back and forth with someone who's sitting courtside, I'm on Durant's side. Like, fuck that person. Talk shit to them. Bro, I tweeted it out. I think your cousin or brother, actually, do you have a brother? No, cousin. So your cousin liked it. Kevin Durant is like, I, I'm going to, I'm making, I'd like to formally announce this, actually. I am making a transition. I've never really You're had, I've never really had a, a favorite NBA team anyway. You're a Nets guy? No, I'm not going to be a Nets guy. Okay. I kind of was a, a, a Knicks guy a little bit, but I again, I never really watched. I am a, and, and a lot of people do this for the NBA specifically. I am an, a Kevin Durant fan. Yes. Wherever, wherever Kevin Durant ends up, like that will be my team. I'm just rooting for Kevin Durant's success. I think he is fucking hilarious. Very funny. I think he is self-aware. Yes. And the fact that he like chirps at people yes. and they he chirp doesn't back. give a shit. Yeah. Yes. And he's like, he's like, yeah, you could chirp at me, but like, I'm going to fucking roast your ass. Right. Like, that's fine. Like when Westbrook goes back and like. He is one of my favorite yeah. tweets of all time. I Hold love on. It. I'm going to pull it up really quick. That kind of stuff. Saved. That kind of stuff. I'm totally fine with. I just, I don't need a pity party for you. If someone is threatening somebody or someone is like stalking someone or they're doing something to your house. Like if it's something like that, fine. If you're chirping people, like the people at NBA games, chirping players, like talking shit like that, you're a loser. But so, don't, if you're an athlete, complain to me. Like, I have to feel bad for you because someone said you suck. So this was just uh, last year, pretty much one year ago today. Happy anniversary. Somebody, some reporter tweeted, uh, Steve Kerr told so-and-so he enjoyed last season when the Warriors went 15 and 50 more than Kevin Durant's final season with the Warriors. And then gave like the quote, Kevin Durant commented on it and said, this is hilarious. Somebody else retweeted it and said, relax, big dog. You're Kevin Durant. Life's too sweet to care about these. Those people are assholes. And he responded to that person. This is my favorite tweet of all time that's ever been tweeted on twitter.com. There's no relax champ. No relax when I'm on Twitter. I'm on 10 until the second I close the app. You relax. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good response. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to retweet it right now. So if you go follow me at Casey Aubrey Graham on Twitter, you could see it. Casey underscore Aubrey Graham. Casey underscore Aubrey Graham. Um, yeah, like it's not that they shouldn't have a problem with it. It's I don't tell, don't act like I should feel bad for you. Just talk shit or ignore it. Like, don't be like, oh, like poor me. Someone said I suck like that. That's just what it is. Mm -hmm. That's what LeBron does. 
Did we? No, nah, LeBron's not as bad. We pressed record, right? Yes. Okay. LeBron's not as bad. No, I think LeBron's such a baby back bitch. He's definitely can nah, dish but, it, but can't take it. But he kind of gives it back at least. No, he tr- he. That's what I mean. He tries and he's he bad dishes at it. it. He, he tries to dish it, and then when people chirp him, he's like a little bitch about it. At least I think so. He's definitely a bitch about it, but I think at least he. I think he at least tries to go at people. It's just cringe sometimes, but that's better than like, I don't think he asks people to feel bad for him as much. I, 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 don't, I don't view him in that way. Like, I don't think he ever is trying did you to see he's, for Did you see he's opening up a museum, museum for of himself? himself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. What the fuck? Like, he has, to, he, has to under, he has to have some level of self-awareness at this point. Like, see, he had to have somebody on his team that when they were like, when he was like, hey guys, I was thinking I would do, we, we would do an, a museum for myself. Like he had to have someone on his team go, all right, like, you know how that's going to look, right? Yeah. Like, just like, like, just, just so you know. Everybody already thinks you love yourself. Right. So if you open a museum for yourself, you're really feeding into that, LeBron. Yeah, you got too many yes men, I think. Um, I, so that was two of mine covered right there. Should I do my last one? Yes, can I just interject one yeah. thing? Um, also, just for the record, we're at an hour because we said we're trying to shorten them. Um, my friend Danny is texting me. He's, I don't know if he gets, he listens to the show, so he'll hear me talking about this when he listens. He's, this is the guy who's been to eight shows with you? Yes, he's texting me. He just got to my house and he's like, he's hitting a bunch of traffic. He's hitting, hit a bunch of traffic and then he just texts me, any good restrooms around your place? And I said, I don't know. LOL, did you park yet? Yeah, I just parked. I'm just sitting in my car leaking. <laughs> So I think he might come here to take a dump. <laughs> is that okay? Here? Yeah. yeah, of course. He's like, I'm going to shit myself. My bathroom's <laughs> open to everyone. <laughs> like, Bring like, him on over. Go to Casey's the shit. It's 10 minutes away. <laughs> <laughs> that is the worst though. When you like, Tell him it's tough to find parking. So, <laughs> but um, you can Yeah, so I wanted to talk about here. this because this is like my number one thing I feel like I bitch about overall. Okay. Did you see this interview with Kim Kardashian? Yes. Where she basically was like, girls today, girls today never want to put and put in any hard work. Like they just want everything to be given to them. Listen, I know that Kim works hard. Like I, I don't know it actually, I suppose, but she wouldn't be where she's at if she didn't grind a little bit. Yes. Like you don't get to her level, but she was also like started off really well. Yeah, she started off pretty high up. Yeah, she got a she got a pretty she good, a good little start. bump. Yeah. yeah, she would have been fine if she didn't want to work. She didn't have to. Correct. Which, in a way, although I do respect people who don't have to and still do, in a way, people like that, I do give them props. But your point is correct. I do give them props, but they it's not the same. It's not the same as like saying to work hard. It's not the same as someone else to work hard. They kind of get to do what they want to do. Right. Yes. They have more freedom to. That's at, at some level how I feel about the whole content creating thing where I'm like, like, so you think about getting a job at Barstool to be a content creator, right? Everybody that works at Barstool, like Big Cat, those guys, they always say, if you want to get a job here, like just start creating content. And then if your content's good enough, you'll get it like create work like you have a job here without having a job here. And then like, that's how you get a job here, basically. Right. Put out content, do clips, things like that. And then if it's good enough, we'll see it and you can get a job here. But I always kind of believe like, 
yeah, that sounds great, but like I need something to pay my bills. Yeah. It would be very nice to be in a position like Kim Kardashian and be able to take a chance doing whatever I want to do. It's less of a chance, less risk. There's definitely less it's risk. zero risk. Yeah, there's definitely less risk. Your absolute worst case scenario is you just start from zero again, but you're fine because you have no bills. Right, your zero isn't zero. Yeah. yeah, you have no bills to pay. You have no worry about the future of your life. Right, yes. Yeah, That that that's the thing is like, those people are still working hard, but the risk is significantly less. Some people. I can't believe you just invited higher. your friend over to take a shit here. Yeah, I'm trying to talk like, about this Kim Kardashian know, thing and I'm, get over it. And but, I'm trying to like text him and be like, "Do you, like, and I'm actually you I, I, I'm fine with it. It's just a wild move. Like, hey, can my friend come over and shit in your bathroom? <laughs> He's so much choice. I've like, never had anyone ask me that before. I know before. it's really weird. <laughs> it would be funnier if you weren't here, actually. Yeah. And like, I just hey, said, my friend is in in the area of your apartment and he really asked to shit. Can he stop by? Would you say yes? Yeah, of course. I would never say no to anyone. So there could be a stranger in the hallway. Nah, if there was a stranger oh, in the hallway, like, like holding his ass, like I have to shit so bad, man. I don't know what to do. I'd be like, fucking get in here. What are you waiting for? That's <laughs> it's that way. I have a bathroom. It's right back there. <laughs> it's it's Fight. also one of those things where you got bad karma. If you say no to that person, you're going to be in that position like two weeks or something like that. Oh my God. Yeah. Have you ever, have you not shit? Have you ever shit your pants first? I guess. No. Okay. Neither have I. Have you ever gotten so close to shitting your yes. pants yeah, yeah, that you sure. actually just had to like stop and like stand still like in the middle of the sidewalk for a little bit? I don't know. I feel like it usually happens to me in the car. I've had it happen where like, so I'm like taking the subway. Paralyzed. I'm like taking the subway home from work back to my apartment in Brooklyn. And like I realized on the subway, like, whoo, I really got to take a shit. But I know when I get off the subway, I still got about a 15 minute walk from the subway to yeah, the entrance of my apartment. Tough. So I'm like walking down the street and like I think I call kind of squeezing then. my cheeks together. But then I'll, I've hit a moment where I'm like, all right, I need to like find a way to stand still and not move because if I move one more step, I will shit my pants. Right. Sometimes you'll get the feeling to pass. But I don't want people around me to be like, oh, that guy's about to shit his pants. <laughs> like I need to make it look casual. It's all in the facial expression. You need to work out like, yeah. So like I'll like look at my phone. Like <laughs> my my legs are like this. I'm like. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, that's that's interesting. <laughs> wow. And then I'll be like, yeah, hold on. I'll stop walking right now. You need me to turn around? <laughs> hold on. I'll stop moving. Oh, no. You're good? Okay. <laughs> Just fucking making shit up because I have to shit so badly. But yeah, anyway, fuck Kim Kardashian. Fuck Kim Kardashian. All right. You want to do this last thing and we'll end it? Fuck yeah. Uh, my last quick thing. Brittany Griner stuck in Russia. Stuck in Madrasha. Bro. Madrasha. Heart pounding on this one because me and all the guys in Tampa were just talking about how easy it is to fly with weed. Like easy to intentionally fly with weed or like you accidentally fly with weed? Intentionally now. Well, I've heard- For a while, we would be sketchy about it and like find little ways to make it work. But now we've just started because my one friend lives in Massachusetts and has a medical license. Mm -hmm. So he, throw with him. <laughs> he literally just put like his little container of weed in his carry on, like in his bag. And then he's like, yeah, like they don't give a fuck. And he was like, and if I did get stopped, you know, like I have my license, worst case scenario, they might just make me throw it away because it's not legal in the, in state, the state that I'm going to. Yeah. Um, so actually inside info, someone I grew up with is a TSA agent. And I have, I have friends that are friends with him. And apparently he said like, they don't care as much about that, at least anymore. Like they're more concerned about weapons, I think. What about other drugs? 
I don't I, know. But I, I, think I like read the, online. I think like the dogs, like the dogs there are really more focused on sniffing out bombs and weapons versus drugs. I think like small drugs are like whatever. I also read online like they're trying to like catch you trafficking drugs. They're yeah. not trying to catch like you a bag of coke with like, a, like yeah, like a dime bag of coke. Right. Like, but then I wouldn't risk coke though. Like in the exact, I was going to say weed. the exact same sentence of what I was reading. The next paragraph, the person said, but the penalty is so severe. If it's you do get it. caught, yeah. it is not worth it. Yeah. Like anything outside of, and I think like anything that's a, a drug in food form, just take in your Gucci. I think they don't check. Oh that. yeah. Like no. anything like that, you're good. Weed. You're, yeah. Who cares? They open up my like chocolate bar and they start yeah. like analyzing it. Right. I would just leave. I would yeah. take off. Like, right. like, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. This wasn't but meant to be. Anything else is for sure not worth the risk. Um, but so what happened with Brady Griner is for people that don't know, WNBA players a lot of times play in Madrasha because they don't get paid a lot. What? That was. Is that good? You just pulled that out of nowhere. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, they don't get paid a lot in the WNBA and the Russian oligarchs pay very well for like professional women's basketball. So a lot of them play professionally in the offseason of the WNBA in Russia. Which is which is so weird. All random. countries that would really love professional women's, women's basketball. Because men don't Russia? do that. Women do that. Yeah. It's crazy. But uh, I guess Russian women are like pretty badass. Because also like, yes, for sure. Also, if you think about it, like men that play overseas professionally, they never play in Russia. They're always like, you know, Italy, Spain, Ireland, Germany, yeah, like those kinds of like those like Western European countries, like they don't play in Russia. So it's weird that's like Russian oligarchs just fucking love the women and like players. But so Brittany Griner plays over there. She apparently it had been weeks. She's been in jail in Russia, in Madarasha, because she had like a vape cartridge. In her yeah. bag, like forgot it, like probably just forgot it was in there. They found it at the airport, and she I got love, arrested. I love that every news story keeps calling it hashish oil. Yeah, it always like, makes it sound relax. so much worse than it is. Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, she had a weed pen. Yeah. Like once I read the article, I was like, oh, that's a weed pen. Right. They make it sound like something crazy, and you're like, oh, it's just like a little vape. Okay. Got <laughs> yeah. it. Gotcha. So, so like is she still in jail? Now. By the way, yeah, she's still locked up. She's been in jail for like three weeks. Yes, but that's also. I don't. We're. Talking- I feel like she could handle it though. You take oh, one look at Brittany Griner. Yeah, no one's fucking with. She's probably running the nobody's jail. Nobody's fucking with Brittany Griner in jail. She's actually not stuck in jail. She's chosen to stay in there because she enjoys it. <laughs> She's like, this is sick. I have so many little bitches in here. <laughs> um, but I guess you would think like the Russian oligarchs are trying to get her out, even though she's an American. Maybe because of the conflict, it's bad timing, and they're like keeping her there. But that's not a like we're talking about taking weed around air like airports in the U.S. Russia's not a place you t- you take that risk. And talking about like Coke's not worth it, nothing is worth it in Russia. I think she's probably, you know what's funny is, I think she's probably done it so many times that she didn't even think twice about it. And I wonder if you're now making me get a little bit into conspiracy land here. I wonder if like the oligarchs intentionally stopped her this time As because like they thought- like, Chess piece. They thought like she would be a good chess piece. Like little did they know- it's like barely even scraping headlines here. Yeah. They're like, like because, because over there, the women's basketball is like the big thing. Apparently. Imagine if it was an NBA player, how much we would be freaking out. We'd like, be losing our minds. Dude, ima- yeah. Especially a, like the best NBA player. Like, I'm pretty like, sure Brittany Griner's the best WNBA player. Yeah, imagine like John Morantz in, in jail in Russia or something like that. <laughs> He's going like, nuts, dude. Nobody's World, even World talking about would happen, it. World War III would happen tomorrow if it was something like that. Like, yeah. Putin, Putin probably keeps having meetings with his advisors like, like, did they bring? Did they ask for Brittany Griner back yet? 
And they're like, haven't even brought it up, sir. <laughs> I don't even think they know that we have her. <laughs> it's like that. It's like that the classic video that people dub over of like the Hitler movie where you're like Hitler's all mad. And then you know what I'm talking it's, about? Yeah. I don't know what movie that is. The uh the Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, it's just like that. And everyone's like dubbing over. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, but what about Britney? Yeah, they like he's like, yeah, they don't they don't even know, sir. Yeah, yeah they they have no idea that we have her, I don't think. <laughs> You do that good. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you know, th this is one of the things. Spasiba. That's how you say thank you in Russian. Really? Yeah, it's the only good. word I know. That's like how I say uh, I could do Peter Griffin's voice but, or Cleveland's voice from Family Guy. When he goes, hello, Peter. Just like <laughs> in I can only do Madarasha. I can't do anything else like that either. I've only certain words I could say in certain accents. I'm very I've, bad with accents. I've seen some really funny Family Guy uh, gifts. My algorithm has been throwing me Family Guy a lot lately on TikTok. My algorithm on Instagram is just cute pitbull videos now. We should have a segment on the show like an algo update. Yeah. Just like, what did you get this week? Become, yeah. yeah. Like try to, we should try to change it. We should make it like a goal. That would be funny. Make it like a goal where it's like you have to make your explore page this and I have to make my explore page like something else. Like we pick. Or we pick the same thing and we race to see who can get who their explore page yeah, to be more. gets like 75% of their explore page to be that thing more. I kind of like that. I was about to say like jack dudes lifting, but I that, feel like you I'm already have right that. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like 25% <laughs> there. I got a head start. I'm like Kim K. I got a head start. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, this is a good epi. Good episode. Every episode's up? a good episode. Every episode's a good episode. We love you guys. Like, subscribe, rate, review. Tell your friends. We love the Mikeys. We're so happy. And uh, also, we've been brainstorming some pretty good ideas, not to give too much of like insight Hot stuff behind coming the scenes. Soon. But I think we're going to be taking a little bit of a, not too much of a pivot, but enough of a change that we think everyone's going to be really happy about it. Yes. So we're in the planning stages of it. So get ready. Get on board now so you can brag like me with Tyler, the creator that you got in early. And tell all your friends about your favorite podcast, Men With Mics. Men With Mics. Love you guys. Love you guys.